One is a grown man with an encyclopedic knowledge of cinema. The other, a man-child raised by the more questionable corners of the internet. What happens when they each dive into something the other one loves? Find out on... The Man With No Brain! Whenever you're ready, Ryan. Okay. And welcome to the very first episode of The Man With No Brain, a podcast dedicated to two brains coming together, one brain that's full, one brain that's usually idling on empty, uh, to try and come to a mutual understanding of one another. My name is Ryan Ziegler, uh, uh, and I am accompanied... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm accompanied... By the man with no brain himself, Joe Buckley. How you doing, Joe? Hello, hello, people. I'm sorry. I thought that might, that might have been my chance to cut in, but I was mistaken. Yes, you um, were mistaken. And it won't okay. be the last time you're mistaken on this podcast. Essentially, if you were unfamiliar with myself, unfamiliar with Joe Buckley, we come from another channel called Malevolent Movies. That's kind of our home base. That is our, our home mothership, if you will. If you check out that channel... Uh, we've got Clash of the Commentaries, which is uh, basically your opportunity to watch a movie with Joe and I. We also have a, a web series called The Benevolent Buckley Show, a fictional web series uh, about a, a guy giving his very own uh, gothic talk show on uh, um, a uh, public kind access. Of, yeah. So, Joe Buckley. I'm sorry. You were. Th- I'm sorry. A public access show. Uh, there's also Midnight Myths and Mysteries, which is a, a, a sort of a show that wants to to uh, explore different uh, internet myths, different historical myths, uh, controversies, conspiracies, etc. And there's also the main show, Malevolent Movies, where a group of us get together and we watch a bunch of schlocky horror movies and we kind of talk about it. Those are all video shows. Uh, those are podcasts. Uh, but we figured we're going to start a new podcast here, The Man With No Brain. Essentially what it is, is Joe and I are very different. We're very different when it comes to our tastes in pop culture, our taste in cinema, our taste in what's good, what's bad. And we want to come to an understanding amongst ourselves. So every show, there's an assignment. I'm going to assign a movie to Joe. Joe's going to assign something to me, be it a piece of internet video footage or a cartoon or whatever he wants me to watch to understand him better. And then we're going to discuss it. You know, it's essentially giving each other an opportunity to discover the other through art, through influences, through what they like, essentially. And this is the very first episode. And we had a very succinct plan. The plan was Joe was going to show up on time. We were going to start this podcast uh, about 6.30 central yeah, time. Yeah. Joe, what time did you show up? Um, about 7.04. 7.04. Wrong. Wrong. Huh? 712. 712. Okay, 712. 712. Okay. I wanted to start this off, this podcast, in a positive way. I didn't yeah. necessarily want this podcast just to be us arguing. It can, okay, it can okay. turn into that. It can turn into healthy debate. But when you start off on this foot, Joe, when you, okay. when you disrespect my time, you disrespect okay. Tyler's time, you basically say fuck you to us and what we've got going on. By showing up, you were supposed to show up at 6 o'clock to start this fucking thing at 6.30. You showed up at 7.12. 
What were you doing? Well, okay. Do you have to know? Yes, I have to know. I think you you owe it to us. Well, okay. So I was going to show up here at 6 o'clock, but I did smoke a little marijuana beforehand. Mm. And I thought I'm not going to be a menace. I'm not going to be driving over here. So I had to wait on my cousin to drive me over. So even though you knew you had a specific thing to do tonight, most of the time you've got fuck all to do, especially during this pandemic where you've been laid off, you have absolutely zero, zero responsibility. And so you decided, hey, what better time to smoke a bunch of pot than right before I have a very specific thing I've got to do that I've got to be prepared for and I've got to be on time for. Why would you make that choice? Why would you make that choice? Listen, listen, listen. Joe Rogan smokes pot. Kevin Smith smokes pot. If I'm going to be on a podcast, I figure I got to smoke marijuana. That is the worst excuse i've ever heard i john waters probably smokes pot where do you think he came up with pink flamingos from and here's the thing the people you just mentioned apparently yeah. can function create movies I, create I bet kevin smith is late hold, sometimes hold down massive money-making podcasts money-making enterprises if and smoke pot at the same time you joe buckley no 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 that. no can't do that at anywhere any close to that Here's the thing. Number one, Kevin Smith made yoga hosers, so there's that going for him. Have you seen Number yoga two, hosers? Have you seen yoga hosers? No, no. Okay, okay. Moot point. You don't know what you're talking about. I've heard someone on the internet talk about it. I think that's good enough. Oh, God. It's, I... Number two. Number two. I was I was ready to be on time, but listen, the the green marijuana devil got a hold of me, and I was shaking in my boots, and I was <coughs> coughing up them clouds of sin. So you drove over to your cousin Tad's house? Yeah, 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 yeah. I drove over to, over to Tad's. We smoked some. He drove me over here. I was hoping Tyler would be able to give me a ride back, maybe. Well, why couldn't why couldn't he drive you on to get you here on time? Uh, he was playing a little bit of Super Mario Maker too. So you were worried about driving over over to Tyler's under the influence of of pot, but you were totally okay with your cousin doing it. He wasn't smoking. He wasn't smoking. Okay, so he wasn't smoking weed. You were smoking yes. weed. He had there was yeah no, a little bit, and you still he still couldn't get you here on time. Hey Ryan, how come you don't get back on topic? Uh, this is the top. The topic is whatever I say it is until I'm done. Oh, okay, until okay. I didn't know that done. was how it. That's okay, how it's I didn't know done. How, that's how it's rolled. Okay, I'm so, under, I understand now. So, why okay. could not? Why could your cousin not get you here on time? He, he just w- really had to finish a couple courses. A couple he was co- doing a, a couple, couple levels of what a couple video, levels of a fucking video game. Yeah. He, it's a new Mario game, and you get to make the Mario level. Okay, so basically what the, the takeaway here is. Okay. Your, your cousin's video game and your need to smoke pot is more important than starting this podcast that you asked to do. Well, no, no, no. Here's you the thing. You want to yes. do this. You're obsessed with podcasts. You're obsessed with, with ease, making content like this. This is all what you wanted to do initially. I'd be more yes. than happy to not be sitting here in my room without the fan on getting hot, talking into a fucking headphone microphone on my off hours. Okay. You want to do this podcast. So I'm going to ask henceforth, if you really want to do this, respect our time. Fuck video Ryan. games, fuck weed, okay. fuck anything that stops the designated time. Because you got okay. all goddamn night to go home. Okay, okay, okay. Slap your dick on the ceiling and smoke your weed. Okay. Ryan, I'd like to make an apology. <laughs> what is? I it? love you. I love you. That's not an Will apology. You suck my dick. Those are not apologies. Those that was ex- an apology. That is not an apology. 
I thought it was. God Ryan, I love you, and will you suck my dick? No. Okay. All right. An I'm apology, not going to harass you. I'll move it on. Apology is not accepted because that was not an apology. So, yes, we're moving on. All right. So this week I watched a little film called La La Land. <laughs> All right. So, yes, basically the, that's the podcast. I give Joe uh, an, an assignment. He gives me an assignment. Yep. Um, this week's a little different. It's the first time we're doing this. I don't know what I'm going to be watching. We're going to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to watch his selection together. It's not a film, yep. so it's not going to take very long. Oh, um, yeah. No, it should be quick. But that's not going to be the norm. Normally, I'm going to watch. Yeah, normally I'll have something for him. And he's going to watch something and then we're going to discuss it. And maybe yes. we'll come to, uh, you know, a mutual respect. Some yeah, sort understanding. of understanding. Understanding of each other based on cinema, based on or, yes. or shows or whatever pop culture related item it is. Okay. Um, so, Ryan, just give you a little bit of background information. Joe's topic today, he told me ahead of time, and it was my decision for him to not show you um ahead of time because there's some shock value involved it's something that joe very much enjoys oh, yeah. uh, from the uh, dark corners of the internet mm. and i think it's it's part of the experience so you yep. got to go in blind well i'll tell you this uh tyler has caught me multiple times just laughing and laughing <laughs> watching these videos on his big screen tv sometimes with or with not his woman present this I'm, is true yes. i have no doubt that's going to be something terrible I, I you know i have no doubt when i was told yeah. When I found out it was going to be something from the internet and something I have to watch with you, okay, okay, I knew that it was going to be something something awful. Anyways, the movie that I chose for Joe to watch, I asked Joe initially. I, you know, Joe has very strong opinions on things, and a lot of times these opinions come from the ether. They come from people around him. They don't come from deep down. And so, well, and, and I like to listen to what people tell me. And so I said, okay, Joe, what are some genres? You know, I want these to be selections that I love that are things that he might not watch on his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I asked him, what genres do you find yourself, you know, usually ignoring? You know, what are some of the things you wouldn't normally watch on your own? He told me movies from the 50s are boring. He said that he's not a big fan of Westerns. He said he doesn't like musicals. So initially, light bulb went off on top of my head. I said, okay, the first movie, I wanted to go in easy on him. I wanted to get something he could access pretty easy, something that was mainstream, something that will hold his attention. And I chose my favorite movie of 2016 is a musical, and that is uh, La La Land. Now, when I said uh, La La Land was my choice for the first episode, what what was your initial reaction? Um, I think I I may have looked over and went like, oh, and then muttered something. Is it because you don't like musicals? Is that the only reason, or is it just... Um, Well, because, I mean, I normally won't like go out of my way to see a musical unless it's normally something like in like a genre. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like I like little shop of horrors. That one's pretty good. Yeah. 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 And again, I'll tell you this. I'm not a big musical guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, there are, I can, there are maybe two or three musicals that I like Scrooge, yeah. the, uh, the Albert Finney Scrooge from 1970. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, Phantom of the paradise. If you call that a musical, I would say I'm, that's one of my favorite yeah. movies as well. Yeah. Uh, so again, I'm, also not a huge uh, fan of the big movie. Yeah, movies. yeah. I mean, the genre itself is kind of a turnoff. And um, so that's why, you know, it's, it even surprised me how much I love La La Land. And still to this this very day, I think, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I think it's a masterpiece. But, Joe, I, first of all, when did you watch the movie? Uh, I watched it today. Okay. Did you watch it in one sitting or were there breaks? Yes. Yeah, I did watch it in one sitting. I may have had to get up once or twice to pet a cat, but other than that, it was all in one sitting. 
Did you really pause the movie to pet a cat or is that a bit? Yeah, one of my cats is meowing at my door and I let him in and petted him a little and then he whined out. All right, so I had to pause the movie twice. Understandable. Did you have any snacks yes. or any drinks while you watched the movie? Yeah, um, my mother got discount Slim Jims at the store. So she got 120 Slim Jims for $5. So I've been eating okay. about 10 of those a day as a snack. All right, so you had and- anything to drink? Well, no, but here I also got like little those little dippable pretzel bites, and then whenever I'm out of pretzel, I dip the Slim Jim in the cheese, <laughs> the cheese sauce. All right, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. And so- for well, for a drink, I had I was making mixed drinks. I was drinking Mountain Dew and Blue UV. <laughs> so you were drinking during the <laughs> yeah. party of La La Land. I may have been. I may have had a couple too many. Maybe that's why I showed up late. I'm sorry. <sighs> I don't want to get back on that. Okay. It's behind us now. It's behind us. Okay. 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 I said cool, my cool. piece. It's behind us. Tell me about La La Land. What's it about? All right. So the plot summary of La La Land is Emma Watson. She's a she's a up and coming actress. She's ready to break out into the scene, right? But she's she can't even get booked for a commercial audition because they keep looking at their phones and playing with their iPads and Angry Birds, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's this cool guy from the movie Drive, and he uh, he plays the piano a bunch, but he keeps getting like kicked out of jobs because he hates. Not jazz. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, these two recognize themselves from a chance meeting. And uh, so basically, like, uh, she kind of tricks him into playing crap. And then she asks him to get her keys. That's pretty romantic. And then they just start basically making out from there. It's a full (laughs) summer romance. What else happens? Okay, and after that, so basically, uh, she decides she's going to write a one-woman play, and he is going to open up a club for jazz people. Uh, What's the club called? Well, at first it was, like, Chicken on a Stick, (laughs) and then it was not Sam. Slub. Slub's Club. (laughs) Seb's. Oh, okay, okay. His name is Sebastian, Seb for short. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. All right. I'm just uh, trying so, to make sure you're not just it yeah, was, you're not Wikipedia and you, that you, you legit watch the movie. No, I watched the movie. So after that, uh, basically, he gets a job in this like shit uh, band and they just have him play crap all day. But he gets paid at least. And he's not just like outside, like being a, a piano mime for a child's birthday. <laughs> and then uh, she ends up uh, financing the play that she wrote and she's going to perform it in a couple weeks. But he's always like on the road to be in the band. So then uh-huh. uh, he accidentally forgets her play. He can't make it. And then she breaks up with him. And then uh, uh, some time passes, right? Well, no, no, no. First, she, he goes back to her house <laughs> and uh, t- tells her to take an audition and she ends up getting the part and becoming a leading lady of the screen. And then years pass, right? Until a chance meeting puts them in the mood again but then she leaves with her husband her other husband mm. uh, that the the, the <laughs> i don't want to say you lost the plot toward the end of maybe because you were drinking no There's no, a no lot i don't believe more, so i mean it's not a, well i'm just trying to speed breeze it okay well because we'll i completely skipped over the full penetration in the ass okay so <laughs> So that's the basic synopsis, very yeah, basic yeah. synopsis. Well, she got her bippy played with. Of La La Land. And uh, how did you feel about the movie? No, I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, uh, it was good uh, song numbers, which are definitely important for a musical. Oh, I did enjoy it being shot in CinemaScope. It's kind of rare to see a movie filmed in that aspect ratio these days. I like my shit wide. Yeah, yeah they shot it uh, with the same CinemaScope 
technically doesn't exist anymore, but they still shot it in that that aspect ratio. And they did shoot. He did shoot on film. Oh, okay. It was shot. Yeah, I was on thinking. Film. I, I was thinking. I saw a lot of grain on on my copy, so I figured it might have been shot on film. But I wasn't quite sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. What else? Is there anything particular well, uh, that stood out of the film? Um, I mean, I did like uh, Ryan Gosling's character. I thought he uh, played like kind of like a, a frustrated musician well, because like those like kind of like jam band people, they're always looking down at other people who don't play the same kind of music they do. So I thought that was kind of realistic. What sort of thing? Because you know what's interesting in a movie like this, any any film really, when you come to a movie, you bring yourself to this movie. Any movie you yeah. watch, you're bringing your experiences. You're oh yeah, bringing, yeah, you have to, you have to. You're bringing your points of view. You're bringing yeah. other films that you've watched, especially if you're watching a genre movie. Well, yeah, I had drive in my mind this whole movie. Well, and what, so what I mean is when I watch the movie, and part of the reason I love it so much is what I bring to the film, what I bring uh, from relationships, uh, yeah. my own personal relationships with women, the um, way I feel about you know, uh, artists, what I feel about passion for creating your art, how I feel about the frustrations of people that don't understand what oh, you want to yeah. do or who don't take what you want to do seriously, don't support you. So yeah. I came to La La Land with a lot of stuff. And part of the reason I love the movie so much is the themes that are running oh, yeah, through yeah, the yeah. film. I'm just trying to get a movie done. Yeah, I'm trying to get or things. Or any kind of project. Well, yeah, there's, there's, there's that. There's the themes of, you know, uh, the relationship aspects. You know, um, when your career or your aspirations or what you want to do in life start to make you separate from somebody. I mean, I've yeah, yeah, been yeah. down that road. So what I bring to watching La La Land, I know, and I'm not saying this in any, in a disrespectful way to you, Joe, oh, is okay. at least on the relationship. Well, I'm curious as to how, what you brought to the film. Like, you know, I know that you haven't had a, yet a relationship. And so you don't bring, you know, that sort of personal baggage and that sort of relatability oh, no, 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 no. to I, this film. So I don't know. I didn't know how that sort of stuff worked for you. Well, no, like, no. He, I, I do have some because like I can like I went on one half of a date one time where I met a girl at a carnival I knew. And then we followed I followed her around for a while and we went on a ride a couple times. And okay. then I gave her a stuffed animal. OK, so in the scene where they're walking for the first time and they leave the party yeah. and he's walking her to help her find her car. Yeah, that's the most I've ever gotten. Well, so you you did you relate to that the sort of nervous uh, you know, yeah, yeah, tension yeah. and trying to come up with stuff to talk about you know in your yeah. case it didn't necessarily click with this girl in their case no. in their case no she was did. kind of dumpy <laughs> no I don't like her anymore well that's fine she rejected me now I reject her so okay so <laughs> well oh my one I had one fourth of a date as well where my female cousin uh we were gonna have lunch after school in high school and she brought along a female friend and then uh she didn't talk to me or look at me at all and I ate both of some of their food that they left over <laughs> and so I mean that that's valid man that's your life yeah. experience that's what you bring to a movie like La La Land and yeah, that was part I mean, of the reason yeah. I wanted to choose this film um, when Let I, me tell morning. you, it was a good day for Joe Bucks at Chili's. <laughs> and all right, so from other, uh, is there anything else that you related to in in the movie, in the themes? Because there's a lot, man. I tell you, there's a lot of stuff going on in La La. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a uh, lot of stuff. Going yeah, on. I no, I like uh, Emma Emma Watson's character. I wanted to call her Emma Stone. That's a different actress. Um, I like her character. In, it is. It is Emma Stone. 
Well, no, I thought it was Emma Watson. Emma Watson is, is Hermione. No, I know she's Hermione. I thought she was in this, too. No, that's Emma Stone. Oh, was it? Okay, okay. Uh, it's not the actress in La La Land is not the same actress from Harry Potter. Oh, okay, okay. We'll see. And I'm like, I saw the Harry Potter kill- film, so I thought maybe <laughs> I would know, but I thought maybe she just got different looking. Joe, I, I mean, thought her. Huh? Just, you always said you don't know actors, and I just have I to accept it. I'm just going to Yeah, I do it. not. As can, no. as that just, that's Joe. That's yeah. Joe. I just got to push through it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now uh, I did, uh, I did kind of, you know, I did like her arc of just trying to d- just go through all these like shitty auditions and stuff, and just hoping for like a big break that's never probably going to come. And then of course she does get her big break. They both end up at the, the way the film ends. It, it's a bittersweet yeah, they end. They both got their dreams, but they had to lose each other. But they lost each other. How did that? Yes. That, how did that make you feel? Uh, no, I mean I thought it was pretty reasonable. I kind of thought that might happen just because. By, like, the midway point, I didn't know really how they were going to stay together. They both just kind of seemed, like, chipper all the time. Mm-hmm. So I figured there was going to be a downward swing with that. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you about is somebody who's involved in movies and you care about, you watch indie stuff. and Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, even, yeah. Even the super low-budget, trashy stuff. But, you know, we watch beloved movies. There's a line in the movie that always stuck with me, and it sticks with me even further. It's when John Legend is talking to Ryan Gosling and he's talking by he's, you know, Ryan Gosling's kind of a, he's a, he's a traditionalist. He loves the old school stuff and he wants people to respect the old school stuff and appreciate the old school stuff. And, you know, he says jazz is dying and John legend says to him, you know, how can you be a revolutionary if you're such a traditionalist? And I feel that that's something that's lost on a lot of indie filmmakers today. Everybody wants to make a throwback. It seems like everybody's, wants to make their Halloween, their prom night, their night of the Well, no, no, I think their night of the living dead because they all have a $5,000 budget. Yeah, and everybody's so focused on on mimicking, especially in the low-budget indie horror scene. So everybody's so obsessed with mimicking the feel and the vibe and the style and the nostalgia of the horror films of their youth. Nobody is going to make a classic doing that. You know oh, what? no, no, no. The classic. I mean, that's, yeah. Like George Romero, when he set out to make Night of the Living Dead, he wasn't trying to make somebody else's movie. He wasn't. No, yeah. John Carpenter wasn't trying to make somebody else's movie. Toby Hooper wasn't trying to make his version of somebody else's movie. They were just yeah. trying to make the best movie that they could under the circumstances. And they yeah. end up, because of their artistry and you know, lightning in a bottle, all the, the mistress of film, they end up making classics. But if you're trying to make your Night of the Living Dead, in other words, you want to, you know, you're filling, chucking it full of references and asides and nonstop. You're not gonna, you're gonna be like Sebastian. You're in, in La La Land. You're not going to push the genre that you love forward if everything you make is looking in the rearview mirror. And that's something that I, you know, stuck with me. And it's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. In, in the movie, you know, there's well, a mean, lot. Of, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I, oh, I was gonna say if you look at something like uh, The Void, like from 2016. Did you ever see that? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I thought the creature effects were amazing. I mean, that was really, really good for what they had for what a tiny amount on Kickstarter. Um, and like, I thought most of the actors were okay, but I mean, it just didn't have that big push it needed because I think they were basically just redoing the thing. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not saying that you know references or nods in general are, are bad. I mean, even the hollow, even Halloween has you know, overt references right there on the screen, biggest life showing you, Hey, the thing from an, you know, from another world and, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. forbidden, forbidden planet. But when, you know, so many of these filmmakers, they, they 
with Kickstarter and stuff, they're like, hey, if you love 1980s, this is our love letter to the 80s. And, you know, at that, they may make something that's fun. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They're not going to become the the, yeah. the new George Romero's, I, the new John Carpenter's, the new Wes Craven's, yeah. making I mean, mimicking yeah. mimicking their the old masters. I mean, I'd say the best you can do with that is do something like Cabin in the Woods and just completely subvert whatever <laughs> sub uh, subvert whatever you're trying to do. I'm sorry, I'm still a little bit high. I that's fine, Joe. That's fine. okay. Um, but yeah, I'd say something <laughs> like a Cabin in the Woods or like a Funny Games. That's probably the best example of just taking a genre and flipping it on its head in terms of what the audience expects. Now, and, and there's another thing that I've always really loved about La La Land, and I want to see if, if this okay. resonated with you because we worked on a lot, of, a lot of projects, you and I together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, a several. lot, and most of which I don't think it's unfair to say have kind of gone uh, unnoticed. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. And and I and then that's just something my my whole life, you know, be yeah. it uh, uh, doing plays, doing films, you know, I tend to work on things that I'm proud of, but they never seem to quite find their audience. Um, yeah, yeah, I and, I think that yeah, and that's kind of a reoccurring theme throughout the movie, is you know her character just can't seem to get things at first to click, um, and he is is bemoaning that his art is dying. Nobody cares about. So they both kind of feel unnoticed. They both feel that they're working toward oblivion. And even the scene, you know, I think it's heartbreaking as hell of personally, but like I said, what I bring to the movie is I think it's heartbreaking as hell when she puts up her one woman show and it's over and, you know, the yeah, curtain there's like opens. eight people in there. Yeah. Three of them are her roommates. Yeah. You know, I, I've been there, man. I've been there. But I was going to say, I think it's so hard being a creative right now, especially because we're just in a complete oversaturation, uh, oversaturation of media. I mean, like you can just, you can flip on YouTube and there's 800,000 different things that you could watch at that moment, all for free, catered exactly to what your niche is. And it's hard for almost anybody to survive that. Yeah. And I see, and I agree because it's, and it's not necessarily the fault of the, you know, it's, it's, some people, their stuff goes unnoticed because their stuff is not very good. Oh, yeah, good. some of it's just bad. Yeah, some of it's just outright bad. And, no, and I feel like in La La Land, both her one-woman show, I mean, we're led to believe it's a great show because it gets her noticed by a major casting director, which leads her to getting a big a big film. You know, he eventually follows his dreams, opens a club that's also successful. So they're doing good work. They just needed to get in a position, you know, that lightning in a bottle, the right person, the right time. And that's always been that way. But right now with digital media and putting things on YouTube and putting things out there on, on VOD and everything. Yeah. There's just a glut uh, of options out there and it's, it's hard for everybody, whether you're making good stuff or bad stuff, it's hard to get people to pay attention to your stuff and it's hard to get support. Oh yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's another thing that La La Land I feel does so well. It kind of covers that, you know, you need a support system and all of us, you know, whether it's Butch the Bakers or Malevolent Movies or Benevolent Buckley Show. I mean, we have people in our camp that we can't even get to share the stuff that they're yeah. involved in. Yeah, yeah. You know I think I mean? it might, we do work with some old men. I think they might not just understand the uh, Facebooks. <laughs> but I just, my, my point is finding support is so difficult. Sometimes you can't even, people that in in your own world. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard to, to even them to show support. So it's, there's just, a, th- th- I'm just saying that's why I, put La La Land on such a pedestal. Why it's one of my favorite movies of all time, let alone my favorite movie of 2016. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just, it, I relate to it on so, so many levels. There's so many. And the fact that, you know, not for nothing, Emma Stone has a black cat poster. The 1941 mm. Basil oh, Rathbone okay, Magosi okay. 
uh, movie. I don't know why it's up there. I don't know if it's a reference in, for the director. Because um, yeah. at no point I mean, a set her- designer just uh, really got a reference in there that nobody yeah. else recognized. And I'm like, what the heck? I mean, I loved it. And I, yeah. It came out of nowhere because of the two of the two Universal yeah. classic movies with that title. The 1941 version is the least, you know, it's the more comedic. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because I was going to ask, was it, like, really big back in the day? Because then maybe they were just implying that she loved it as a kid. She saw it so much, but I don't know. Uh, they were hit movies, but I, maybe, okay, okay. Well, maybe, uh, yeah, I guess so. You're right, Joe, because she does say that, you know, her grandmother or her aunt is. Uh, yeah, I used to watch old movies. She, yeah, they watched. So maybe the Black Cat was one of the ones that they, uh, they loved together so much. Mm. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, you know, how I feel about the movie. So ultimately... Yes. Are you happy that you watched La La Land? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. I may have drank about half a liter of uh, UV Blue and Mountain Dew, but... Are you, are, uh, what's uh, the rewatch value of the movie for you? Would you imagine, do you ever see yourself sitting down to watch it again? Yeah, maybe in the coming years, yeah. Would you yeah, recommend gonna, it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, I thought it was good, yeah. All right, so that's a success then. I, I, you liked the movie. Oh, yeah, 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 I did. All right, good. Well, I feel good. I was I didn't know yeah. how you were going to take it. Yeah. I didn't know how you, No, I mean, I guess, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm pretty oh, much good with anything good. Well, so but here's the thing. You probably would have What were your opinions of the movie like like I in general? Uh, I knew it was La La Land before you watched it. Yeah, I knew it was nominated and it had some good buzz like in the film circles, so I wouldn't diss it necessarily. But it was very mainstream. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean it was. It didn't like play like everywhere, but yeah, it, it did good for itself. You know, it was it was an Oscar now. It won Oscars. I mean, it was part of the famous Oscar gaffe where they announced that it won Best Picture when, in fact, Moonlight was mm, yeah <laughs> was yep. the Best Picture winner. That's yep. one Poor of the most cringy La 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 was, ever. Yep. Yep. Um, and I've seen Moonlight, and I like Moonlight, but I I think it's I don't think Moonlight was a better film for 2016 or, or henceforth than La La Land. Yeah, you know what I think should have won. What? Ten Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> I actually haven't seen that. <laughs> it's good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I would John, see that. I John saw... Goodman's very, very good in it. Oh yeah, I love John Goodman. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, anything that other than the first Cloverfield. Yeah, and uh, I liked it. I think That's what I remember. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I liked it the last time I saw it, and I liked J.J. Abrams' like other thing he did involving big monsters uh, with the kids. I forget what that's called. Oh, eight Super Eight. Or, oh, Super, super Eight. Super Eight. Eight millimeters of ass snuffering. That's not with kids. <laughs> I like Eight Millimeter as well. I, I yeah, wish yeah. those movies could be combined somehow. Well, you know, there's supposed there's a director's cut of Eight Millimeter that never got released. Um, so there's like two or three minutes of that footage cut out of that movie. Well, I'm sure I, you know, I, you know, the guy wrote it, Andrew Kevin Walker also wrote seven, mm. you know, he was, he's a much grittier screenwriter, uh, than I'm sure Joel Schumacher who directed yeah. eight millimeter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I always thought if you took eight millimeter and you would have made it for half the budget and you didn't have Nicholas Cage and you didn't have James Gandolfini, even though he wasn't quite, that was right before Sopranos blew up. So he wasn't quite mm. a name yet. Yeah. 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 But you could have made that, that movie would be, I, I think much you know much better received i yeah, mean it does yeah, have yeah. its followers now 20 years later oh yeah 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 it does yeah. have more respect because i saw it in the theater and i remember really liking it oh yeah a lot of weird stuff like that could catch up i was actually looking at like te- uh contemporary reviews for gangs of new york and people despised that movie whenever it came out oh yeah it was not it, it didn't uh it didn't yeah yeah yeah, yeah no yep, everybody hates that cameron diaz yeah she's a bit of a 
Yeah, her performance isn't very strong in the movie. Yeah. I don't hate well, her, but yeah, yeah, yeah she's I, a little miscast. Yeah, and I mean, Day- Daniel Day-Lewis just makes Leo look like shit, too. <laughs> well, it's hard to go up against Daniel Day-Lewis, man. All right. Uh, so is there anything else uh, we should say about La La Land? No, I just so the first uh, assignment, my assignment to Joe, La La Land was a success. He liked the movie. Uh, so I'm feeling good about that now. Well, if I, if I were a kindergarten, kindergarten teacher, I would, I, would have to, I would have to get my red pen out and mark a couple things. Your penmanship was sloppy in this area. And there's what looks to be a picture of a penis on your homework. So you have to remove that and turn it back in, Ryan. <laughs> I should ask you, is there anything you didn't like about the movie? Oh, uh, oh, it, it was extremely odd that there were like a hundred adults throughout the movie on screen and not one of them said fuck. So that was funny. Uh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. We'll talk yeah. about the concept of heightened reality in uh, some other time. Well, off. that was just false reality. We're going to move on to uh, right. Joe's All portion. Right. I'm not looking forward to this, man. Well, let me tell you, I've picked up something devilish. <coughs> okay, Tyler's scratching his back with a pen. Now. I think he might be getting a little bored. Let's just run the tape. Joe, okay. uh, give him some more context. Oh, 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 okay. So uh, this is um, basically it's a type of video I really enjoy watching once in a blue moon, maybe once every six months or so. I'll pop up on YouTube. I'll type in the search term and I'll laugh and laugh. At the funny people who come on screen. Okay, so I'll preface it with this. Have you ever, like, worked, like, a retail job? I've worked many retail jobs. Well, I think you're going to feel some severe sympathy for some of the people that you'll see mucking around in the background of these videos. Because <laughs> this does take place in a retail environment. So I just want to, before I start, I just want to reiterate the concept of the whole podcast is to getting to know each other based on our likes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so when you want me to watch something. Okay. Basically, you're this. You're a <laughs> I'm endorsing it. You're yeah. endorsing it exactly. You're a spokesperson for this. So this is what you want to be associated with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is funny. This, this is, is extremely con- funny to do. This yeah. is the kind of content you want to be associated with. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. I just want to right. get that out of the way. Okay. And I will, and therefore, getting to know Joe, I will be judging you as a human being. This one, this one, this one's not too bad. This one's funny. So what Ryan's about to watch is five minutes of news stories and closed-circuit footage of people shitting in public. They're defecating in grocery stores, they're dumping on car hoods, and you can even see a little bit of anal leakage. Here's the compilation of our reaction to those clips. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) What's happening to our community? Look at this man! (laughs) He's looking right into the camera. Oh, he wants you to know. He's proud of what he's doing. <laughs> he's like a squatch in the wild. He got caught. I remember this story. Yeah, well, he's like a little bunny. He's hopping down the trail, leaving pebbles behind him as he goes. I appreciate that the uh, TV station used the poop emoji for... <laughs> yeah, for official news. So is this whole just a compilation of videos of people shitting in public? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some real juicy stuff is coming up, let me tell you. <laughs> look, at, look at this fella. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. He's leaking. He's leaking. Oh, no, why? Look at this. Why? <laughs> What's what is wrong? <laughs> but look at look, she's watching the other one to make sure she doesn't turn. There's got to be some sort of um, disability. It's so for some of these people. <laughs> no, maybe they just hate the line for the bathroom. <laughs> oh, there they go. Oh, oh God damn it, Joe! I don't you can see a see. log. Why are they? What? Is, I, I like I said, there has to be. Oh no! He's wiping oh. and it's on his hands. Well, here she goes. She's shitting in a Tupperware thing she moved over. Well, at least it looks 
keep it fresh when she's done. <laughs> oh no, she ain't taking it with. She's leaving it like a little present. She had a uh, she. Did she bring that paper roll? <laughs> she may have had. Yeah, she oh. may have planned this in advance. <laughs> What's wrong? I just I. <laughs> Here she goes. Why? Why? There's duty. It's over. That's the video. I want to know. I, I'm curious as to why. <laughs> well, I think there's several different reasons for the pooping bandits. It could be uh, it could be a lack of planning. They go into the store. They realize, oh, I've got to dump my ass right this second, and I'm not near <laughs> a bathroom. I think for for some people, it could be an act of malice. They're, maybe yeah. they want to get revenge against society. Yeah, I mean, I, I tell you this. So far, there's another one more other video to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was not as bad as I expected. I understand, Joe, why why that's funny. I don't understand that why that was your first choice <laughs> Well, for the podcast, what that says. I know you like watching that shit. And, uh, yeah, it's funny. It's a compilation of surveillance videos of people shitting. I, honestly, I don't see how anyone could think that's not funny. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you it's know, hilarious. Why why do you think why do you think it's funny, Joe? Well, here's the thing, it's a it's sense of uh Schroeden feud, you know, the the German word for uh, embracing others' misery. So basically you see these people at the at the Walmart. They are they're four hundred pounds, they're they've got a cart full of sugar, and they've got a shit right this second, and they just got caught on camera. Teens are going by them with their cell phones flashing off. They're probably going to end up on their Facebook like Aunt Ma was shitting near the cot again. And you just, you got to feel bad for these people a little. Well, so you, so you enjoy the videos because you know the kind of hell that's going to be unleashed on the perpetrator's personal oh, yeah. lives because it was caught on video. Well, and it's also just thinking about like, uh, like some guy just has to for seven dollars an hour, he's got to go cl- like basically clean that up and toss it outside in the bushes. That's so funny you like, too. You think that you think that's funny? Yeah, that's funny. So you're not like you don't enjoy the videos necessarily just because the absurdity of of the what the fuckism well, of of random people shitting. <laughs> well, yeah, they're like uh, in places dogs. that they shouldn't be. Yeah, you like the psychological torment that is going to be. <laughs> Someone has to upon- pick it up. Both the pooper and the unfortunate soul that has to clean it up. Yeah. You know what's also really, really funny? You wait until you're alone in the bathroom, right? And then you piss all over the mirrors and where you wash your hands. <laughs> I, this is not related, but kind of related. I, when I was in Chicago, I worked at this law firm. And as you know, it was a, it's a big law firm. I mean, we're talking, you know, McDonald's is one mm. of the clients. Okay. So okay. it's that kind of, everybody there is rich. And everybody there, uh, you know, has a certain attitude. At least the attorneys had a certain attitude. And one of the women I worked with, she used to ride her bike. Mm. She'd ride her bike to work. And in the summer, she started riding her bike and she showed up. She was all sweaty. I'd I'd like to ride her in the summer, but you can go on. (sighs) She would ride her bike in the summer to work. And as you can imagine, she was very sweaty. A little bit of ass And so what she would do is she had her work clothes in a duffel bag. So she would go into the bathroom, into the women's room, and change into her work clothes. But she wouldn't do it in a stall. She yeah. would do it right out, right there by the sink. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. would use the sink to wash herself off a little bit, 
Yeah. Uh, you know, the old... Uh, yeah, 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 the old, you know, uh, uh, wet hand. shower. Yeah, wet hand under the armpits. So you had secretaries and you had attorneys, you know, Harvard-educated attorneys walking into the bathroom and she'd be standing there, you know, wearing uh, just her, her drawers, right? <laughs> Not in the stall, just up this, hey, how you doing? And be yeah, wiping yeah. herself off. Yeah. Obviously, she got in trouble for that. Oh, I can't believe it. She got talked to by the management. Like, look, if you want to close, you know, you got to do it in a stall. Mm, Okay. And I remember asking her, I was like, why did you, and she felt, she felt that people were picking on her. And I remember asking her, why do you feel that that request of you to not do that outside of a stall? Why do you feel that, you know, you're being picked on? Well, they're only doing it because of my body shape. Yeah. I said, no, I don't think so. I think uh, when you were at work and you walk into, especially at that place, you don't, you don't expect to see a random employee half naked wiping themselves down with a brown paper towel and say, hey, how you doing? How's the summer treating you? Hot enough for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, right yeah. there, in, you know what I mean? Well, here, Ryan, I have an that example of that. reminded me. I don't know. Yeah, I have an example of that. Could you tell me if, I, if I'm wrong or in the right here in, in okay. terms of violating people's boundaries? Okay. So, like, let's say you have a good friend – and you're you're you may be involved in a movie with him, right? So you mm-hmm. use his bathroom, you have to get ready for the part, and you may or may not have used his razor to shave your chin and arms for the role. Mm-hmm. Now I may have forgot to tell him or ask him permission to use the razor, so he just came back home to see Joe Stubble in his personal razor. Was yeah. I in the wrong there? Yes, you were. What okay. How? Yes, you were. Because okay. you used his personal razor. Yes. That's like using somebody's toothbrush. <laughs> well, what if I have stinky breath before I film? Well, then you tell them, hey, I use this item of yours. Okay. So you probably shouldn't use it okay. because now it's it would cross contamination. Okay. Well, no, I did let him know beforehand before it, uh, he touched before it. Before he used it. Yes. Well, still, it's, yes, it's, yes. The, it, it's the audacity of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, and it's you, Joe. So, you know, it's not your average person. We know that I you I got didn't... a lot of body hair, let me tell you. Yeah, but you should have been prepared at home. And that's why you get dressed down. Mm, and that's okay. why I was so mad. We were so mad at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's these aren't accidents that happen. These are you just not giving a shit and not pre-planning. And it's a slap in the face of people that are putting their time into projects. So, therefore, it wasn't probably the fact that only you used the razor. It's the fact that you had to use the razor because you fucked around and you weren't prepared for the role and you didn't do it at home. There's a lot, and that's what comes with knowing Joe. There's oh, yeah. a lot of fast. Yeah. You bring a lot of baggage. The longer you know Joe, you build up more and more baggage with Joe. <coughs> and so, smaller things, you blow up harder on smaller things than you would have two years ago because you bring it, you've got a lot of baggage. Well, yeah, Joe. you got a lot of Nikes in the garbage bag. You have to lug around that, thanks to me. Because I keep outgrowing them. I keep breaking them in. All right. So that was the first the first video. So I... uh, basically, this is uh, kind of video you're probably not going to like. This is from the TikTok generation. This is kind of what they find funny. And it's a little uh, challenge involving pee. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm going to hit play. Ryan's about to watch the hashtag pee your pants challenge that's currently trending on TikTok. Please enjoy our uninterrupted reactions. Pee your pants challenge. Oh, See, no. that boy's cool. Uh, there he goes. <laughs> this kid's gonna get in his mouth. <laughs> Here he goes. The boy's going. Oh, damn it. He's gonna make a little slop for us on camera. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> that just sucks. <laughs> what? You're telling me you don't like pee your pants challenge? 
I hate pee your pants challenge. What's wrong with it? Isn't that like what Tom Green would do to get famous? You know, that maybe that's part of why I don't think it's, it's, I mean, I they laughed, whatever, yeah. but yeah, I think it's already, it's already been done. <laughs> You're and telling so me. What, yeah. Yeah. It's already been done on Jackass. You're telling me that if Steve pees in his own mouth for $5, an up and coming teenager can't do it for TikTok. No, no. Damn. It's been done. It's Damn. been done. And you have like, you, your audience is too small. Yeah. You're, yeah. yeah. Jackass oh, was no. doing it on MTV, and those guys were getting paid. TikTok has like a billion people who downloaded it. So that you, so that you think that kid who was standing on his head and pissed himself? Yeah, he probably making... made eight eight hundred thousand dollars for that video. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now I have a question for you because I've never heard of this this pee pants challenge. Okay, were they all mocking that first kid? Is well, that it's... first kid? Is he who started it? Yeah, that first one started it. Like basically, it's like. It's a hint of irony, but not really. Like, basically, they just want to get in on the trend. There's really no absolute mocking there. They just think it's cool to pee your pants now because that guy got famous. All right. Well, so has there been any research into that first kid? Or is, in other words, uh, what's his situation? I, he's just got pee in his pants, Ryan. What can we no, do to help I him mean, now? I mean, was he – is he have a disability? Well, no. He does uh, uncomfortable comedy, it's kind of called. Yeah, he's almost but, like an Andy Kaufman. You'd want to call him. Well, I wouldn't know. No. So uh, the theme of the of your assignment this week is yep. basically humans uh, defecating. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Defecating in ways that are not the norm. So yes. it's people shitting in stores on the floor. Yep. It's guys pissing their pants on purpose in front of them in front of their phone. Yes, yes, yeah. And this is indicative of Joe Buckley and his diet. Um, no. uh, the content he likes to consume. This is one example of the content he enjoys consuming with the plethora of things that are out there, the shows, the movies, the books, the music, the magazines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of the things that Joe regularly uses to entertain himself is uh, content involving defecation. Well, here's the thing, people. Odd defecation. How, how are you ever going to go back to watching the Big Bang Theory whenever you've seen a woman shit in a tub? I don't think you ever can. Uh, or you could say the same about Twin Peaks. How could you ever watch, you know, Twin Peaks? Why? Yeah, whenever you... you saw something that was not as good as it, and then you just go back to watch Twin Peaks again, like I'm doing now, I'm rewatching the whole of it. Here's the thing, Joe. I can't say that I learned anything more about you oh, okay. uh, with this yeah, episode. Because you always because knew I, invi- I, I liked the duty. It's funny. I've always known you've liked this kind of nasty shit. Yeah. Um. Uh. But this is nowhere near as bad as I thought it would be. Oh, so yeah, I yeah. am looking forward to you, you know, giving me assignments uh, that show a, 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 I wanted to learn more. A about. nicer side of the Buckley. A nicer, not necessarily nicer. I just want to know a different aspects. I already know you like the nasty internet shit. Oh, okay. But I know there's more to you than that, Joe. Yeah. When, yeah. You, when you're not playing the character and you're not doing the bit and all the, you know. Well, I have to be playing and, the character now. I can't break it. If I break the character, I break myself. But. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's what this podcast is hopefully, yeah, yeah, partly hopefully, about hopefully. is not doing bits. And you know, yes, maybe I may yell at you a little harder than usual because that's you know part of the bit. But I may I'm be a little bit high still. That. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not going to try. I'm going to try not to do that. Okay. Okay. Maybe I can be a little bit more open minded about some of the shit you like, and hopefully you can be a hell of a lot okay. more open minded. Okay. So uh, does this mean I've talked to you in the beginning a flashlight? No. Damn. Oh, I. I I, even even if I were single, I don't think I would uh, have sex with a 
piece of plastic and bought from Amazon. They're pretty so. cool, though. Some of them, you can get ones with vampire teeth in them. There it is. The, uh, the inaugural episode of uh, The Man with No Brain. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard here and you want more Joe shenanigans, by all means, check out our main channel, Malevolent Movies, on YouTube. And there's a, a plethora of different shows, everything from commentary tracks to the videos we make and a web series. There's a lot of stuff over there. Uh, so by all means, go there, uh, subscribe. Um, I think we're, are we on, uh, let me tell you about on this episode too. Uh, it'll depend on what Tyler will want to do. Joe, Jesus Christ. We've uh, talked about this 18 times. Episode one. Oh, episode Malevolent one. Malevolent movies. And let me tell you about Okay. I thought it was going on one or the other. No, it's going okay. on both okay, to okay. push people to this channel. Well, I understand the push. I just didn't want to misspeak. Misspeak. I talk so well. I talk so goddamn well. I enunciate shit. I I say things in the order. So yeah, I'm like I'm presidential. Of... I'm like the president. Are you done? Are you done? I'll let you talk. I'll let you talk. So and now and now back to bed, little boys and ghouls. <laughs> Spooky Ryan signing off. Joe Buckley, I can't believe you. All right, Joe, we're gonna call it a night. <laughs> All right, how's let's... Joe getting home? Uh. I was just gonna drive. It, I was just gonna drive my car high. <laughs> <laughs> that no, I'm not pooping. I'm not pooping in this house. The next video that we're gonna watch of people shitting is actually a video of Joe shitting in that chair right now. <laughs> <laughs>